Welcome to the Bloomprint Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Sangarides, but you, my friend, can call me Elle. I'm a wedding and event florist, multi-six-figure business owner, and floral mentor here to help you create an elegant, efficient, and effective floral business you can absolutely love. If you're looking to take your floristry business to six figures and beyond, to create a business that works around your life and start living and working with purpose, my love, welcome. Let this be your blueprint. Hello, my darlings. It is mid-November and I have already set my sights firmly on 2024. I've not only set my goals, but I know I'm going to achieve them. And today, I'm going to share with you what I'm planning for the year ahead and why I know it's a sure thing. The reason that it's important to me to have clear goals each year is because I'm absolutely driven by achievement. Hands up if you love ticking things off a to-do list right here every day of the week. (laughs) I like to feel like I'm getting things done, but it's also because I live my life at cause for it. I'm in the driver's seat of my life. I take sole responsibility for how I experience it. I wasn't always like that. I used to sit in a space where I felt like I was at the mercy of my life and at the mercy of my situation in many ways, and it sucked. It didn't feel good. These days, I operate from a place of responsibility. I am responsible for my own happiness for my own health, for achieving my own version of what success looks like, not anybody else. And those things need to come first in my life because they not only become a model for my kids or your kids if you have them, but they have this trickle-down effect to those around you. You want to rub off on people in a good way, right? And the other reason is because where focus goes, energy flows. And I want my energy to be used achieving the things that I want in my life rather than reacting and pushing shit uphill to get on top. The other thing I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed this as well, is that often when you set a goal with a timeline and a plan of action, you often end up achieving it much sooner than you've planned. And that's because your energy is focused on it. So I start thinking about my calendar year goals, usually around the end of September, early October. The first thing I do is start considering what my intention is for that year. How do you want the year to feel? What are the key things that I want to create? What's happening for my family? What do I want for myself? What went well this year? that I want more of and what didn't work so well that I want to put more focus on. Now, from a business perspective, that's often pretty easy because I set my financial and business goals at the end of June for the coming financial year. However, I still like my calendar year plan because it gives me that sense in a broader context of my life and what's happening for that year. So before we get into 2024, Firstly, I'm going to share a little bit about my 2023. As I mentioned, every year I set an intention or a word for the year. And I don't just pick a buzzword at random. I consider what it is that I want and need and the broader context of what's going on 
and what went well and what didn't. So in 2023, my word of the year was, well, still is, space or spaciousness. After assessing my 2022, this word became really clear to me that what I needed was space in my life in a few really key areas. I'd outgrown my shared workspace, uh, although I loved working there with the beautiful Jen from the original event company. Um but I needed to find somewhere bigger to work. I wanted to expand my team to give me a bit more space in my business and in my life, and I was craving some space for myself. So with a baby and a toddler and a business, there's a lot going on, and I haven't been able to create much space for myself in 2022, understandably, because I didn't feel like I could prioritize it at that point. But as my baby boy was getting a bit bigger and loving his daycare and his nana's house, I felt like 2023 would definitely be an opportunity to reclaim that for myself. And it absolutely was. I'll more on that soon. <laughs> I was also seeking a slower pace, so space in my calendar, white space, blank space, where myself and my family could do things spontaneously or not at all and enjoy that space. Now, I had a secondary word for 2023 as well that I put in, and so I'm going to share that with you. That secondary word for me was uncensored. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to say fuck every two seconds, although uh, I'm a big fan and often do. Apologies for my long-term listeners and anybody who's ever been in my warehouse. Uh, but the further I got into the year, the more I realized for me being uncensored was actually allowing myself to take up space. Allowing myself to be myself. I feel very much myself in my business space. And I had this feeling like I was censoring myself around my friends and my family, not allowing myself to be myself in that space. So that was another focus for me in 2023, a process of discovering what I was censoring and why I create space for me to be me. I don't know if anyone else will resonate with that, but it was true for me. So those two words were my focus for 2023 and still are because the year's not done yet. And where, as I was saying, where focus goes, my energy flows and vice versa. So space manifested itself incredibly quickly in 2023. Firstly, finding a space to work was something I put on my list for the end of 2023. I had written down that I thought by the end of 2023, I wanted to have a signed lease for my own space. Well, those wheels, they got into motion in January and we moved into our current studio on the 1st of March. So that was one area that was ticked very early on. This space has created so many opportunities. I had also put off buying a van for a really long time and I'd been hiring one, I'd used couriers instead, I'd used two cars and at the end of May my accountant advised I'd made some great profits for the year, yay me, and I should look at a few options to essentially spend it or pay myself a bonus or put some into my super before the end of the financial year so I could offset some of that tax. 
And there, that was the perfect opportunity, the perfect space I needed to buy a secondhand van outright. And that space has been the second best investment and decision of the year. I also found myself with blocks of time. I didn't find myself. I, I created that. I know I did. I created blocks of time where there were no jobs all throughout the year, which created space for so many things. Firstly, it created space for me to design a course calendar and book in floral courses and classes for the Floral Art Academy. I was able to take on a few mentoring clients, which I've absolutely loved. And I was also able to black out a few weeks in my calendar to take time off and book a few little breaks with my little family. I got to go and spend some quality time at my mum's place in Mandurah. I got to go for a massage or an infrared sauna. I got to sit in a park. I got to book in some training for myself. And I also created space to create this podcast, which is a space I am loving sitting in. I'm a writer and performer by nature and profession, as it turns out. So being able to create longer form content and share that in this way and get the feedback from you, our amazing listeners, that you're getting value from this is amazing. At the beginning of September, I had a little moment of self-doubt where I was looking at my calendar and we didn't have a single wedding in September. Not only that, our wedding calendar didn't kick off until the end of October. And as if within an instant, the second thought in my brain was, you asked for space this year. You wanted space this year, and here it is. And I knew that that space had been created for a reason. And the stress of that space could now be gone, because I could use it. I could use it to my own advantage. What else is space for if you can't use it? So I brought on two new staff at the beginning of October because I had space to interview them and consider that process in a way that I wanted. And that has been such a great experience. I know I've got two absolute assets in those two amazing humans and I'm so excited to see them grow over the next 12 months too. Now, if I'd had back-to-back weddings and events in my calendar this year, those things wouldn't have been possible. Creating space for new things I wanted to focus on was one of the key things that I needed to bring those to fruition. Creating space for rest and time off and quality family time was the key to me feeling a more fulfilled and peaceful year around the weeks and months where it is go, go, go and hustle hard. And I got brave. I made a decision to be proud of myself and to share openly where I could with my friends and family. And that felt really good. So it's mid-November, and I already know that this year, 2023, has been one, honestly, of my favourites yet. I've kicked goals in my business, I've expanded my own skills and knowledge, and I've created a slower and happier environment in my home and in myself, which is so important to me. The lessons I've learned and those habits that I've created this year have been absolutely beautiful ones. So now I get to plan for 2024. So let's talk about the things that worked well in 2023 that I'm carrying forward. 
One of the big things for me was the support in my business. So having those additional staff and freelancers has made every week feel so much better in my business. I love working with people and I actually really love not having to do it all myself or feeling like I have to do it all myself. Work's done quicker, with less stress, and we have a great team of people who I love being around and I love seeing them love their work. The slow moments with my family and for myself, that spaciousness is still incredibly important to me. And I'm going to be protecting that like an absolute hawk for 2024. And having a weekend off every month, that was something that I implemented at the beginning of the year to create space for myself. Um, so that worked really well for my family. Uh, my husband works nine to five during the week or like eight to six sometimes. So he needs a bit of space from being like on, on, on all weekend when I'm working on weddings and events. So having a weekend off every month means we we can still take on jobs, but I get to look at rostering myself off on one of those weekends a month because that's really important too. Now, some of the things that I want to improve, forward planning and strategy. You might have listened to this podcast and thought that I'm a very organized human and I am, but there's still a few things in my business and in my broader life that feel very ad hoc because I haven't prioritized them. I know when I plan things out, how much easier my day and my week and my month and therefore my year are. So I'm definitely going to be putting more energy into this side of things for 2024. Health and fitness is an area I've definitely neglected in the last six months or so. And I know how much better I feel all around when my body feels good and is fueled well. So that's a personal focus for me next year. <laughs> now, let's talk about my broader context for 2024. My daughter is starting kindy next year. I can't believe it. I'm so excited for her and a little bit emotional now that I'm talking about it. Um, it's going to be a big change for her. It's also going to be a big change for me and our family dynamic. And it's something that I really want to be present for her. Because she's starting kindy, it's also the first opportunity to spend quality one-on-one -on -one time with my baby boy, who's just turned 18 months young. So prioritizing that time is incredibly important for me. As a solo business owner um, who, you know, last year and the year before was pretty well in charge of every little thing in the business, I didn't take a traditional maternity leave and I really want to be able to spend time with my little guy before he's at school too and that time just passes like that. My beautiful husband is also going through some changes and expansion in his work and I want to be able to support him through that too. We're a team and a bloody good one. And when it works, it works. So in 2024, I've set my word and intention for the year. And I'm focusing on expansion. And this is going to manifest in many ways for myself, my business and my family. Expansion for myself personally and professionally expansion of my skills and my knowledge of my existing team and potentially more team members too and assisting my little family in their growth and expansion too 
So this theme could not feel more perfect for me for 2024. Now, I'm not going to tell you all of my goals because I don't want to give away the full game plan for the year. There's some super exciting things that I'm planning that I hope will be of great benefit to you. And I'm excited to announce those in due course once they're actually established and ready for the world. So we're not going to go into everything, but I want to share with you a few of my key goals that focus on different areas of my life so that you can look at where you might want to implement things for yourself too. And I'm not going to start with a business one. I'm going to start with a personal one. So here are three key areas or three key goals that I have for myself for next year. First one is to become a runner. I used to be a runner uh, and I really loved it. I get such a rush out of running when I am really in the zone and when I'm pushing myself further and further and it becomes easy. So I want to run a 10K in May and I want to do a 21K in August. I've literally decided that today, (laughs) that I'm going to do 21 in August. I'm sure that there's a half marathon in the Perth City to set. So I'm going to have a look at doing that. Financial expansion. So I've set a goal for 500K in revenue in my business in 2024 calendar year. That's a big goal to have. It is a lot bigger than what we've achieved in the last year or any previous year. Um, And at first I'd set that as a goal for the financial year, Uh, but knowing what is coming up, I've allowed myself to move the goalposts on that one. And I'm going to set it for the end of 2024. So for the 2024 calendar year, we're going to do 500K. I'm nervous just saying that one. That feels really big, Uh, but it's out in the world and I've got a plan. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Now, something else that's super dear to my heart is my first book. I am writing a book and I will have the printed copy of my book in my hands by the 30th of December, 2024, and it will be 30 plus thousand words another big personal goal to achieve. Now, you might be thinking, Elle, those are some really friggin' big goals. Now, the reason I know that these goals are a sure thing is because I've not only put them out there as goals and now spoken them aloud, and boy, do I love a bit of accountability, so I'll be reporting back this time next year on the success of those but also because I've already started putting in the plan of action and the stepping stones that will help me actually reach them. I'm also already stepping into them and embodying who I need to be to achieve them already. I am a runner. I am a writer. I am a half million dollar business owner. And if I believe it, I can be it. To become a runner, I'm investigating the gyms in my area, working out a training plan, putting together appropriate meal plans and communicating with my partner to schedule those things in. For my business financial goal, I've mapped out what that looks like across the different areas of my business and what each month needs to bring in, as well as the support that I need and the strategies I need to bring that to fruition. Because I'm not going to be able to get there on my own and I'm not going to be able to get there doing the things I've already done in the past. I'm going to have to expand myself to get to that goal. And to get really specific for you, this example is a really good one 
For my book, I've already made a start. I've set a word count target and a deadline. 30,000 by uh, June 2024 because I want the full book in my hand by the 30th of December 2024. I've made a start on that. I've got 2,800 words written so far. So I've got seven months to write 22,000 words, <laughs> which works out to be about 3,100 words a month, which is only 785 words per week. Actually, not that much when you break it down per week, because essentially I could get all of that done in like an hour, an hour and a half session a week. And I've mapped out in my schedule where I can make time for that. And I've started a book writing and publishing course to help keep me on track and fill in the knowledge gaps on the parts of the process I don't know. Because there is a lot in writing a book that I don't know. I know how to write, but I don't know all the steps to actually bring it to fruition. So I need help in that area, right? So what are you goaling for in 2024? Take some time. Like I, I really implore you, I want you to take some time sooner rather than later. I'd suggest doing it before the end of November if you can to sit down and consider your goals for 2024, what you want to achieve and what you need to do to actually get you there. If you want a bit of help with this, you can download our recent workshop masterclass from the resource library, the 2024 goal setting workshop. Um, and that will help you do it. Or you can book a one-on-one -on -one with me, uh, go directly to the Maple and Wren Floral Art Academy website to book that in on the mentoring page, and we can map it out together. Also, I can't wait to hear what you're going for. Does any of the goals that I have set resonate for you? Um, or is there anything similar or any big expansion that you're looking to make next year? I would love to hear that. So drop me a DM on Instagram and share it with me. And until next time, my loves, go set those goals and I will be in your ears really, really soon. My love, as always, thanks for tuning into The Blueprint today. If you found this episode useful, please share it with your flower friends, share it in your stories and give us a tag at mapleandwren underscore floral art academy and connect with us for more juicy content. If you're loving the podcast, we would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review so we can get this awesome content out to more floral folk and business owners all around the world. Thanks for your time, my love. We'll see you next week for more of The Blueprint.